Thanks for listening to the Life Changer Church podcast. We are excited you are with us today. Please feel free to contact the church office at 918-341-8344 or you can find us online at lifechangerchurch.com. Enjoy today's message. I am uh, happy to be back in the pulpit today. Feels to me like I've been out for a year. It's only been about three or four weeks. But thank you to the men and women who have filled this pulpit uh, in my absence. I really appreciate the words that have been brought forth and the grace that has been communicated. Amen. Can you guys believe that we are here at Thanksgiving? Can you believe that we are here at Thanksgiving? And one of the things that I am most thankful for are my children and my grandchildren and the kids that are that you mom and dad bring to this church faithfully and the teachers, Mr. Steve, Mr. Scott, others that work in the nursery that teach faithfully week after week after week the Word of God to our kids. But this is Thanksgiving week. One of the things that I appreciate about the United States of America is that we take time every year to pause and say thank you. Now, I got to admit, for some people in our country, I don't think they know who they're saying thank you to. All they know is it's the day before Black Friday. Well, that's a bit sad to me. However, I know what Thanksgiving is about. I am grateful to live in the United States. Even though we have been through a rather aggravating election and we've had all kinds of voices that are speaking into the atmosphere, hey, you can do it here and not get shot. Yet. And so I'm thankful to be in the United States. I remember the first time Jenny and I went out of the country, uh, you know, uh, no one told us if you're going to go to Africa, go for a week and come home. So we went to Pastor Dion's for a week, maybe 10 days, and then we went to Ghana for another week into the bush. 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 You know what the bush means? You throw a Gulf oil petroleum bomb in the toilet, drive the mosquitoes out until you can do your business. And as the, as the smoke begins to evaporate, you guys getting this online? As the smoke begins to evaporate, you hear the bzzz. We came home on that trip, and I tell you, we came through Kennedy uh, Airport, and I was ready to kiss that immigration guy. I was so happy to be back on U.S. soil. One of the things I observed is in the United States, they do have a do not enter sign on doors. Whereas in most of the countries I've been to, they have a, a, a teenager with a, 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 some kind of automatic weapon standing there saying, don't come in. I thank you for signs that say do not enter. I'm grateful for the United States of America. I'm grateful for our, our Christian heritage. Don't you let anybody kid you 
our nation was founded on Christian principles. That doesn't mean that everybody who came to America with the pilgrims was a Christian. That doesn't mean that all of the, the political activity over the last 200 years has been Christian in nature. It doesn't mean that at all. But there was something about coming to look for a place for worship and religious freedom that was in the hearts of the men and women who sailed across the Atlantic Ocean in boats that you wouldn't cross Ulugala Lake in. And the courage that it took, and the tenacity and the perseverance to survive in those first few winters when it was so cold, and people were dying from exposure, and yet the, they pressed in. They trusted the Word of God. They trusted the dream and the vision they had in their heart of a land where you could have freedom of worship, freedom of expression. I'm thankful for the United States. I hope you are. I know we get frustrated with people, but I'm thankful for the United States. Amen. Well, so I want to just make a comment. I'm thankful for Bill Buckner. Now, you'll hear more about this tomorrow evening, but I'm just grateful for the man who, who he is and who he's been in my life here at the church. You know, I came to pastor here when I was, I believe I was 33 and turned 34 that year. And, uh, and Bill and Patty were a part of this congregation from the very first days. Miss Joyce is sitting here. She was too. But I'm grateful for my relationship I've had with Bill Buckner. Now, guys, I'm mourning. I'm sad. I miss him. You know, I'd like to be able to talk to him just one more time. But I can't do that. I will one day be able to have those conversations. See, that's the thing about being a Christian, a real Christian. If you're, if you're a genuine believer, we will see our loved ones who are believers again. Hence, the Bible says, we do not grieve as those who have no hope. For our hope is in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So while I'm mourning and grieving, I'm, I'm thankful. Let me tell a Bill story. One of the first Christmases we were here, it would have been 84 or 85. That's 1984. We had an, a Plymouth van, white. We're always keeping it put together with scotch tape. And, uh, and chewing gum. And Bill and I were out delivering food baskets uh, all over the county for the Department of Human Services. I don't even know how many 50 or 75 boxes and food and things. And it was pouring down rain. It was like, you know, the week before Christmas or a few days before Christmas. And we were trotting for these addresses. And you guys that live here, you know. You know. Everybody doesn't know where the gorilla is to turn. <laughs> and then if you're on Highway 20, everybody doesn't know where Blackie's is. 
Those blackies hadn't been there for 20 years. But if you've been here a while, you know some of these places. And Bill and I were hunting and looking and searching, and we got lost in a trailer park. How can you get lost in a trailer park? Well, we got in, but we couldn't get out. But we finally got out. And, uh, oh, what a, what a great memory. And afterwards, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he told everybody I drive too fast in the rain. But I was young. I've learned better. Hey, if you've got your Bible with you this morning, I would like you to turn to Psalm 136. Give thanks for his mercy endures forever. You know, I'm going to share with you some very familiar things this morning. Things about Thanksgiving that are common and familiar to all of us. Hallelujah. And if I'm reading that clock correctly, I've got about 20 minutes. So can you, can you listen for 20 minutes? You guys online, can you listen for 20 minutes? Really? Last week, we asked for prayer requests, and we had several come in, all related to COVID. Guys, uh, this, this virus is a serious thing. Don't take it casual. Don't be afraid and paranoid, but don't take it too casual. Make sure you're washing your hands. Make sure you're not touching your face a lot. Make sure that in the places where you need to, you wear your mask. Don't blow it off as if it's no big deal. I think there are political implications. I think there are medical implications. I think there are all kind of implications to it. But listen, don't be cavalier about it. Let the Holy Spirit guide you. Let him speak to your heart. and He'll lead you around the valley of the shadow of death. Amen? So, all right, having said that, let's look at Psalm 136. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Now, y'all want to say this with me? For his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the God of gods, for his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his mercy endures forever. To him who alone does great wonders, for his mercy endures forever. To him who by wisdom made the heavens, for his mercy endures forever. To him who laid out the earth above the waters. Come on, guys, we can pretend to be Presbyterians or Methodists or something. Okay. To him who made great lights, for his mercy endures forever. The sun to rule by day, for his mercy endures forever. The moon and the stars to rule by night. To him who struck Egypt in their firstborn. And brought out Israel from among them. With a strong hand and with an outstretched arm. For his mercy endures forever. To him who divided the Red Sea in two. For his mercy endures forever. And made Israel pass through the midst of it. Mercy endures forever. 
but overthrew Pharaoh and his army in the Red Sea, for his mercy endures forever. To him who led his people through the wilderness, for his mercy endures forever. To him who struck down great kings and slew famous kings, Sihon, king of the Amorites, for his mercy endures forever. And Og, king of Bashan, mercy endures forever and gave their land as a heritage, a heritage to Israel his servant. Who remembered us in our lowly state and rescued us from our enemies? Who gives food to all flesh? Mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the God of heaven for his mercy endures forever. How many of you think the psalmist was trying to send a message? His mercy endures forever. Aren't you thankful for the mercy of Jesus? Oh my goodness, I am. I am so thankful. And of course, Psalm 100 is the, is the great and famous psalm of thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise, you know. Oh, you know what? Let's just take a minute and look at it. I tell you, it's great. I got two verses I want to talk about. Make a joyful noise to, to the Lord. Even the word shout in Hebrew. All you land, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God, it is he who has made us, and not we ourselves. Guys, God is real. It's not a figment of our imagination. God is real. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. Which means... Endures to our generation, to our children's generation, to our grandkids' generation, to those generations that have preceded us, to Bill Buckner's generation. His mercy, his mercy endured forever. I tell you, I'm grateful for the mercy of Jesus. I don't think I could survive without his mercy. I'm grateful for his mercy. So finally, the last scripture is one of my favorites. All of the New Testament. In everything, this is in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse uh, 18. And this is in a series of exhortation that the Apostle Paul is giving to the church in Thessalonica. Uh, and he says, uh, you know, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And immediately says, don't quench the Spirit. You know, one of the things that I've learned a long time ago is, when you don't know what the will of God is, you be thankful. When you're in one of those moments in life where you're uncertain about a decision, you're uncertain about something that's going on, and you don't know what to do, give thanks. Choose to be thankful. 
find something to be thankful for. We all have those times, don't we? Where we're just in a quandary, we're puzzled, maybe have questions we don't have answers to, we don't exactly know what to do. Be thankful. Somebody said, oh, I just don't know what the will of God is. Be thankful. Well, but that doesn't address my specific issue. It will if you be thankful. If you take a deep breath, decide to quit worrying and fretting and upset about some pressure you're under, and decide to be thankful. Thankful for my spouse. I'm thankful for my kids. I'm thankful for my grandkids. I'm thankful for my friends. I'm thankful for you. I saw uh, Steve Thompson's post uh, about the lights going up on his house. Made me smile. I'm thankful for Steve. I'm thankful for his son who has helped me. Made me smile. Because I knew Steve shouldn't be on that roof. Makes me smile when I think about you guys. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for you. So what about Thanksgiving? I'm going to give you three or four points here, and we'll be done. Number one, be thankful on purpose. Remember to do it. Choose to do it. Don't get caught up in the emotion of other things and forget to be thankful. For those of you that have a spouse who cooks wonderful Thanksgiving meals, make sure you say thank you. Right? So who are we being thankful? Be thankful to God for all the grace that he's given to your life. Be thankful to your loved ones and your family members. Be thankful to strangers. Sometimes strangers, you entertain angels unaware. But even if they're not an angel, be gracious and kind anyway. <coughs> Excuse me. Number two, develop a habit. A habit of giving thanks. Develop a habit so that you're one of those people walking around and you are known for your gracious, thankful attitude. You're not the Grinch. You're not an unthankful. You know, in the Bible, it compares, it associates unthankful and unholy. There's something very holy about being thankful. At least I think so. Be thankful to God. Be thankful to loved ones. Be thankful to strangers. Choose to be thankful. Develop a habit of giving thanks. You know, number three, we need to teach our children to say thank you. You know, please and thank you are still in fashion. And we need to teach our children to say thank you. To actually say the words. Thank you. 
to have a to not be ungrateful. I think it's easy to get ungrateful. Ungratefulness, is, in my view, is associated with selfishness. I appreciate what people, how they serve me or say kind things to me or do things to help me. I appreciate it. And I want to express that. I think it's the will of God. I think it's the will of God to be thankful on purpose. Remember to have a thankful heart. Yeah, my wife is saying, don't let circumstances steal your gratitude. Teach your children. And you know, I think you teach one by example and two by precept. <coughs> Excuse me. That you are an example to them. They see you. Saying thank you. They hear you. Mom and dad saying thank you. Grandma, grandpa. They hear you, they see you with an attitude of gratitude. And finally, I think, guys, we ought to this week be thankful for our salvation. Do you remember the Lord has forgiven your sins? He's given you new life in Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. I think we ought to be thankful. And the song that was being sung at the end of the set there, you know, uh, he's faithful. His mercy's wonderful. You can trust God. You may not understand everything God's about sometimes, but you can trust him. You hear me? You can trust God. While you may not understand all the circumstances of life and the things going on around you, you can trust God. You can trust God. So I want to encourage you this week. Take some time today. Take some time tomorrow. Take some time on Tuesday and on Wednesday. And on Thanksgiving Day, it's not just about football and turkey. Choose to be thankful for the graciousness of our God, for your salvation, for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, for the empowerment of Almighty God flowing through you. Make a decision to take a few minutes. Carve it out of your schedule. Sit down. Find a quiet place. Begin to think about what you're thankful for. Let's do that this week. Can you do that, church? Can you do that online? Can you take some time? It is so easy to get busy and frenetic, and caught up in life. And you know, Jesus talked about it in Mark chapter 4 when he talked about the cares of this life have the very power. Now think about this. The cares of this life have the very power to choke out the productivity of the Word of God in our hearts. You know, if you invest too much energy and time in buying a present or finding the right present, that it, it chokes out the Word of God that's been planted in your heart. It's not that the Word's not in there. It's not that the seed's not been planted. 
But it's the ability of the word to produce fruit has something to do with how we manage life. So take some time. Today, turn the tube off. Turn your computer off. Turn your online streaming off. And take some time to reflect on what you're thankful for. How you're thankful to God. And say it. Don't just do God thoughts. You know, there went one. It's important to give voice and say it out loud. These things are important, guys. They're simple. They're not complex. But they're important. They're important to your spiritual life. They're important to your family life. They're important to your business life. They're important to your life. To not allow the cares of this life to choke out the word of thanksgiving from your heart. You know, I've found that over years, and when I take time to do this, I'll remember something somebody did for me. I'll remember a card that was sent, a note that was sent. And frequently I'll make a phone call Send a text message. Do an email. I remember when you, thank you. And don't you know, and don't you remember how powerful it is in your own heart when someone gives you a sincere thank you. For His mercy endures forever. Did you hear me? For His mercy endures forever even to my generation and your generation, to this week in, a, in the United States, in Oklahoma, God's mercy endures forever. Amen. Amen. We need mercy. We need mercy. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Don't get stuck in the abyss of not knowing the will of God. Choose to be thankful. If you do that, you will find that it will become known to you what the will of God is. God will make it clear if you put Him first. He'll get the fog out. He'll bring the clarity when you choose to put Him first. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, we invite you to come right now and demonstrate your mercy. You know, guys, none of us are ever qualified to get anything. Really. But by faith, in the goodness of God. You know, He loved us before we ever loved Him. He turned His face toward us when our face was turned away. He is an amazing God. In the spirit realm, I see a door. I see a door.
I see someone walking toward that door and the door is not open. But just like these uh, electronic doors that we have these days, as you get there, that door is going to open for you. I don't know who this word is for, but it's for somebody either online or here in the house. You're taking a step in a direction. And you, you feel like you have a witness from the Holy Spirit. God said, take this step. Take this step. And yet you don't see the end of the step. But still take this step. And here's the, it's a confirming word for you. As you take the steps, that door is going to open. It will not open before you get there. But on God's timing, as you take steps, that door will open. So if that word's for you, take it. And be, be, be encouraged. Don't be afraid. Take those steps. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Gosh, I see it so strong, you guys. Be at peace and continue to walk. Thanks for listening to the Life Changer Church podcast. We are excited you are with us today. Please feel free to contact the church office at 918-341-8344 or you can find us online at lifechangerchurch.com. Enjoy today's message.